Hey, how you doing? Welcome to the Atypicals Podcast. We are on episode two, right, Kyle? Yeah, episode two, man. <laughs> As if it's hard to to remember which one we're on. Yeah, but we're back. We're <laughs> here yes, again. We are. Uh, so as ooh, clipping there a little bit. Sorry about that. <laughs> as uh, you all might have noticed, we are now on iTunes and Spotify. That's right. Go check us out on Spotify and iTunes. Yes, we will be first uploading on YouTube, um, where episode one has over 50 views as of now. Didn't you say we were somewhere else, too? Or were we getting somewhere else? Uh, we're waiting for Google and Amazon. Okay, but currently just currently iTunes and Spotify. Currently, if you look up Atypicals Podcast on iTunes, you'll find us and on Spotify. That's pretty cool. Yeah, we have episode one right there, and we will be uploading first on YouTube and then on Saturday morning, and then Saturday late afternoon we'll be uploading on iTunes and Spotify simultaneously yeah so go check us out everybody check yeah. us out on there and thank you all for the support the i think we're at three subscribers right now but it was still awesome to see like the first one you yeah. know i mean we started out with zero so yeah. three subscribers is a huge increase yeah i remember like posting on the instagram it was like 33 fall you saw that that i posted like 33 followers thanks yeah so the instagram has been skyrocketing a bit yeah surprisingly like which is doing really well yeah. I mean, it's mostly thanks to you. You've been <laughs> doing the promotions and everything on that. Well, you know, Kyle, I, I, I do do everything. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. just sit or there. S- or so you I'm think. Just but <laughs> I'm just playing with you, though. It's all good. But no, we got we got some fun topics for you guys. First off, um, so I'm sure, Kyle, you, this has probably been in the news, uh, but did you hear that Xbox bought Bethesda? Bethesda. What was Bethesda? Bethesda again? makes uh, Elder Scrolls, so they made Oblivion, they made Skyrim, Morrowind, and they also make the Fallout series. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Xbox bought the studio that owns Bethesda. And so what are they going to do now? Are they going to be exclusives that's now? That's what everyone seems to think. Everyone is like, oh, oh shit, the next uh, Elder Scrolls or the next Fallout. Uh, the next Fallout that will be, be Xbox exclusive. Well, if it's exclusive, that's a huge rip to all the PlayStation players <laughs> like myself. But so. I don't think Xbox really cares that much for exclusivity. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, unfortunately, Sony and PlayStation care more about exclusivity. Yeah, Because that's, ex- like, their thing. Yeah, where Xbox is more, like, hardware-based and things like that. Yeah, for sure. Or at least that's what they've seen to double down on. Before, it was more about exclusives, but now I think they're just, like oh, yeah, we know PlayStation has some better exclusives, but we have the better hardware. So they kind of accept it now, I guess. For sure. Which I think would help bring an end to the quote-unquote console wars. Honestly, yeah. It's Sony who's being hard-headed right now. And I think because didn't Xbox have, like, more exclusivity back in the day? Back in the day because I think... Because you started gaming, I don't know, sooner than I did. I started gaming a lot sooner than you did, A lot sooner. I remember playing on the 360 on the Xbox 360, like Halo 3, uh, the first Fable game that was made for the original Xbox, it was, like, backwards compatible. Right, but right. back then, there was, like, we had Fable, which is coming back on the Xbox Series really? X and S, which is, like, a uh, it's like a fantasy-type... Uh, and how many, yeah, Fable games are there again? There there are three. Okay. Well, there's, like, a, like, there's three main ones. First one, Amazing. Second one, pretty good. It in, it introduced multiplayer. Yeah, for sure. P- 
pretty like pretty good like i go back and play it every now and then because a lot of sorry real quick a lot of older games just started off mostly as single player games right and yeah. multiplayer got big around the 360 days right around or the 360 days was it sooner than that around then there was some on the original xbox but it was like you had to hook up a hard line in and it was really stuff. hard to yeah. get multiplayer games in i see and not a lot of people had a wi-fi around this time so then once that got introduced then the library just opened up but that's crazy fable 3 was where everyone was like the main menu was like a it wasn't exactly a menu you had to go and walk with your character to choose like a weapon oh okay which it got sick pretty quick because like you'd be in the middle of a battle and you wanted to choose a weapon to change and then you had to like exit out and you're in this like which one was this this was fable 3 fable 3 okay this is the one where me i was super excited for it but then i was like really like you had to do me like this and okay. it was it was so they're bad. coming out with a new one though they're coming it. out with a new one all they've done is drop a teaser there's no characters or anything in it just like a castle in the background okay and just fable no nothing as of now as of uh october 9th when we're recording this there's nothing yeah but i'm super hyped for it because it's being made by uh, the studio that makes uh, the Forza games. Oh, right. So I think right. it'd be interesting to see them take on a uh, an RPG. You're right. And then what's going on with Fallout? Is is there a new Fallout coming out soon? Uh, I think there's probably one in the works. Because as of 70 now, was 76 the last one? Or was 76 it? was the last one, which 76 had a really bad start. Okay. Was it worse than Fallout 4? No, Fallout 4 was amazing. Because Fallout, Fallout, Fallout 76, was good. Yeah, Fallout 4 was amazing is amazing i still play it to this day sometimes right excuse me but fallout 76 was a multiplayer okay and there was just a lot of problems with uh like the servers and it would crash and right i hear it didn't do problems. that well but as of now i've yet to play it but everyone saying it's better everyone says that now it's better like even uh the head of bethesda I forget his name, Todd Howard, I think his name is. He even acknowledged it like at E three last year that he was like, Yeah, we did start off with some hiccups on the road or whatever the expression is. <laughs> bumps on the hiccups bumps on the road. Hiccups. Bumps on the road. Some bumpy hiccups on the road. Some or bumpy hiccups like on the road. But no, he acknowledged <laughs> it, but he acknowledged that like, oh, our team has been hard at work doing nothing but improvement. Well that's good. That's really good news, honestly, for the game. For sure. Yeah, and I'm excited. But um I was curious. So when did you start playing games? What was your like earliest experience with earliest playing games? Earliest experience. That's a tough one. It was between the Xbox 360 and the GameCube. You had a GameCube? I had a GameCube. Yeah. Okay, cuz we're kind of young. Like, yeah, you know. No, but uh <laughs> Yeah, we're 20, but like my older brother, he had a GameCube. Oh, right. Uh, and I remember like just playing the hell out of that thing. Like uh I played uh Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, which came <laughs> out concurrently with the Wii. Right, right. Um, Wind Waker and, like, Mario Kart Double Dash, which was really fun. Oh, okay. But then on the 360 side, it was, like, Halo, Fable, like I said, uh, Gears of War. Right, like right. I played the fuck out of uh, Gears of War 2. <laughs> yeah, so for me personally, I think that my earliest experience, from what I can remember, was not even a console it was the Nintendo DS. Mm. That was my first like gaming experience. Yeah, I had the the if any, if any listeners remember the Game Boy Advance SP. Oh, that's way before like, yeah, my that, time. Yeah, that that was the predecessor to the DS. 
It was right before. Because they had the Game Boy, then they had the Game Boy Color. Okay. The Game Boy Advance, and then the Game Boy Advance SP or Game Boy Advance Super Pocket. It's the one that can fold. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. And that's and where the the DS was the foldable. Yeah, they yeah they like just expanded console. the screen and then put um, two screens on it. The double screens on yeah. the DS. Is that what DS stands for? Double screens? Because I always thought that's that. That's what everyone thinks, but uh, the president of Nintendo of America, Reggie Fizabe, you know, the meme Nintendo. Oh, yeah, yeah. That guy. Yeah. He, <laughs> he said, no, that's not what it means. <laughs> no, he said it means, uh, I think he said it means a developer system. Developer system. Yeah. But I don't know. Interesting. It's, yeah. But no, the DS was cool. Uh, speaking was of cool. the DS, a couple days ago, Nintendo officially stopped producing the original ds or no the the 3ds the successor oh there's no 3ds there's no more being made really they just have stopped and well, what about the one in between the good old dsi that was the last no, one they've stopped making that so all the ds's are just finished yeah i mean the last one that was made the dsi was 2011 really all the way back then yeah because then the 3ds came out and it was that one blew up yeah and like by the time the 3ds came out that's when i kind of left the whole ds like s- like situation for sure and i moved on to my first ever console which was the nintendo wii right. which was the wii awesome was super console. fun yeah i still play the wii occasionally because it plays gamecube games but yeah there's some fun like obviously wii sports wii sports yeah wii so sports fun, is dude. so fun even though there's what six sports you can play on there yeah i remember there were times where i'd be playing wii sports and i'd forget to put the wrist thing on and i'm pretty <laughs> sure i like launched my controller out of my hand onto my tv <laughs> and almost broke our screen i did too the, like the gap between the board yeah. or the base and the tv i somehow like managed to launch and i had the wrist strap on scary <laughs> moments though like because but lucky for me i started off playing on a, a box tv you for know sure. oh and yeah yeah same here those things are really durable somehow mm-hmm. so like i could hit my tv with the remote and it wouldn't crack <laughs> or anything it'd just be fine because the strong glass it has on for it for sure when you so but after the wii you had a 360 right right so after well in between there i had a ps2 and that was because of my mom because i'm the oldest um child in our family mm-hmm. so i think you were experiencing like older things from yeah, before our I'm, time. i'm the youngest of two brothers so. right and you had your brothers to mm-hmm. experience that but for me um we had a ps2 mm-hmm. and i never i played that a little bit that was my first first experience and oh. i had i didn't have any like super like popular games or anything i had a scooby-doo like mm-hmm. haunted house <laughs> game i think which was super fun but and then i had an atv off-road game which was really Mm -hmm. fun and that's about it but the thing is like those games had save and stuff but i couldn't save because i'd never had a memory you didn't have a memory card no and so (laughs) i'd play and i get really far in scooby-doo and then it'd be time for dinner and i'd have to turn it off bro it was bad (laughs) i didn't have a lot of experience with the ps2 but my when the ps3 came out the first one it was like the really fat one that came out with metal gear solid 4 oh right and that one i think was the only model that could play ps2 games which ps2 games i played was uh like the first metal gear solid and metal gear solid 2 and metal gear solid 3 i think they were all ps2 games which they were really fun i never owned a ps2 but like that backwards that early backwards compatibility which right I don't even know why they're not doing backwards compatibility anymore. What There's, do you mean? Uh, like they the are, PS, aren't they? Well, the PS5 only plays PS4, uh, only plays 
or plays PS5 and PS4 games. Are you sure? Because I thought I heard something I saying. Think the, well, they have like PS Now, which is their. Um, so that's continuing on to the PS5. I believe so, but in terms of like getting uh, the PS3 game from like a GameStop or anything and popping it in there, they're just like, yeah, that's not gonna work. Which works with the Xbox. Xbox. Okay, because I thought I maybe the maybe got debunked, but I really thought I heard a leak or a rumor or something mm-hmm. saying that. PS5 is going to be backwards compatible with PS4, PS3, PS2, yeah, and PS1. It, it, but it was fake, wasn't it? It's compatible with, uh, I think Sony said 99% of uh, PS4 games. 99%? Yeah, so, so there's like one PS4 <laughs> game that's not compatible? <laughs> well, I'm sure there's more than 100 games on the <laughs> on the PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't but know. It's probably a some. A small percentage. It's probably yeah. some that use like the, the VR system or whatever that oh. counts towards the library. I'm right, sure. and that makes sense, I yeah. guess, for sure. But probably move on to our next topic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll we'll edit that out. But no, what I wanted to see real quick. So, did you play the Spider-Man game on the PS4? The the newest one? Yeah, that they just came out. The with? one, yeah, the one by Insomniac Gaming. Um, no, I haven't, but I've watched some gameplay on it. Yeah, it looks it looks, cool. it looks really cool. But every the graphics look great. Yeah, but people are really torn up about the remaster for the ps5 because they replace the facial capture it, it's it's a totally different face really yeah it's a different actor i think oh yeah i think i saw a video mm-hmm. about that and they were saying like oh people really fell in love with or not fell in love with but like they really liked the performance of the previous um uh, the actor, actor before yeah he did and a better job than the new actor. Well, we haven't seen what the new actor's done, and I'm sure he did a great job, but I think people are just, I don't know, it might just be nostalgia, even though it's a new game, just mm-hmm. going back and playing. Right. A, um, a similar thing's going on in the world of Call of Duty right now. with Because what do you think of Black Ops Cold War so far? I think it's a, I think it's a cool concept and a cool game. Like, yeah, it, it's bringing back. So from what I've read, it's a sequel it's a direct sequel to black, to black ops, ops 1. 1 right and a, so that technically so makes it a prequel to black ops 2 yeah so it's in between black ops 1 and 2 right. which w- which is means, awesome I yeah think. i think it's really cool because and the fact that the person you play as is y- you so you're gonna play as your own character from what i've read i think so yeah, and i'm pretty sure creation. that i'm pretty sure that alex mason is somewhere in there yeah it, he's in it but the thing is then there's also frank woods and who's the other guy Jason Hudson. Jason Hudson, yeah. Yeah, they're all in it. But the big one I saw was that Frank Woods, original voice actor. Um, I forget what his name is. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think his last name is Burns. Mm. But he's not going to be in it. They completely scrapped him for a new guy. And he was disappointed about that. I watched an interview with him. And he's like, he basically, he said, I would have crushed this role. And <laughs> Damn. they didn't. They just didn't ask for him back. And I'm like, oh, they really sucks. did him dirty like no, that. No, I... I, they did that with this is what really strayed me away from the ps4 uh the guy they had for uh solid snake who's the protagonist of the metal gear series mm-hmm. he's played by david Hayter. right uh but when they came out with the new game uh metal gear solid 5 phantom pain they scrapped him and, oh uh someone who's been with them since you know the the early 90s Oh, wow. Yeah. And I'm just like, why? Like, he is the voice of, like, people think of Solid Snake and they think of him. 
Right. And they have uh, Kiefer Sutherland, which he did a really good job, but I would be playing the game and I would just miss that iconic voice. Right. Like some of these actors, the new ones, they do good jobs at playing the part. But for us who have been playing these games for a long time, like we can tell the difference. We can tell that it's not And of course, we don't know what's happening behind the scenes, like with the business aspect of it. But it's just... There's a big business influence for in sure. There for sure, but but no. What's funny enough is they got back David Hayter to voice some lines in uh in Super Smash Brothers for the Switch because oh, really? they put super they put Snake in the game. Oh really? Yeah, <laughs> that's super cool. And I was like, oh okay, so Sony won't ask for him back, but of course Nintendo will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, leave it to Nintendo, right? For sure. But speaking also of Super Smash Bros, uh, did you know that Steve from Minecraft? Is yeah, coming I to saw Super Smash Bros, which is <laughs> he, something I saw. He was a long rumored character, and I was just like, hey, he seemed. It seemed like it'd be perfect. I didn't think it ever happened though. I thought it was just a joke the for whole sure. time. But is <laughs> the? Tra- did you see the trailer for I it? I saw the trailer. It looked it super looks, funny. Yeah. I think. I, I mean, it's it's cool. There's a lot of Minecraft fans. and Yeah, I'm a huge Minecraft yeah. fan myself. And, like, me, I'm a big uh, Metal Gear Solid fan, and the fact that you can play as him in the game mm-hmm. is really cool. And, like, Banjo-Kazooie. And people are really uh, interested because both, um, like, Banjo-Kazooie and who's the character we just said? Steve from, Steve Minecraft. from Minecraft. They're yeah. both Microsoft characters. And uh-huh. usually Nintendo is really big about licensing and stuff like that, so people are saying oh, now that they're playing ball with Microsoft, maybe, you know, we can get some other characters in there. Right, Like, people sure. are saying they want to get Master Chief from Halo in Super Smash Brothers. So, I didn't know that they even added some new characters to Smash Brothers. Like, who was the first character that they added? Well, they have original characters, and then they had, like, DLC packs. Okay. The first one, I forget. I think it's, um, I think it was Joker from some PlayStation. I'm not a PlayStation player, mm-hmm. so I don't know. Oh, but Joker. Actually, yeah. From I didn't. Re- I forgot he was a DLC. Yeah. He was an early DLC because I remember playing... Some, when did Smash Bros. come out? How many years ago? Smash Bros. or Super Smash Bros. That's not it. I think it was a debut title on the Nintendo 64. Oh, no. I'm talking about the new one. Oh, the new one? It came out, I don't know, like two years ago? A couple years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm shocked. Like, Or I'm not shocked because it was a huge game back then. But no, not for sure. No, I still play it. It's like, still a really fun game. It's a fun game. And what was cool is... Uh, back in my college, we had a lot of people wanting to make Smash Bros. tournaments, and this was back in twenty, like early twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. and people were just like, "Yeah, let's get together and host Smash Bros. tournaments." And I was just like, "I'm not that good at Smash Bros." <laughs> you feel? And no, I, I get that way playing with my brother, my oldest brother. He, I'm always like, "Oh, let's play Smash Bros." And his girlfriend always be like, "Oh yeah, let's play." And he's like, "No, I don't like it." Uh, it's just button mashing. That's how I was at first. I'm just like, man, there's <laughs> and I'm no like, skill. No, but but there is skill. Just, there is and skill. It's like, let's just play the game. <laughs> Dude, I would get destroyed by a friend of mine. Um, or actually, because, yeah, no one, like, goes easy on you when you're, oh, for sure. when you're like, new to the game. And so. especially, like, if they've been playing for a while. Yeah, they'll just, like. Like, I mean, I know because I did that. <laughs> they'll just completely destroy you. and It sucks, bro. But, you know, over time you get better just, like, with anything. And I've gotten. I say decently better at Smash Bros, but now I've fallen off because I haven't played in a while. For sure. So, but no, it's cool that it's on the Switch because before then there was a quote unquote portable. It was on the 3DS, right? Which I had it on there and it played pretty well on the 3DS. Right. It was still really fun. I didn't get it on the Wii U. I never owned a Wii U, but it was still really fun to play on. It was like a dumbed down version of the one that was on the um 64. 64. No, not uh. Or- 
<laughs> the Wii U. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. And so they had a Smash Bros. on the Wii U. They did They did have yeah. a Smash Bros. Because I never had a Wii U either. Yeah, me neither. There were some cool games on there, but I mean... What was special about the Wii U? I, don't I honestly don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if any listeners have comments on that, comment below or yeah. send us an email at atypicalspodcast. What was cool about com. the Wii U and <laughs> how long did it last? Because I don't remember when it even came out. I don't know. A lot of people thought it was like an expansion, and I did too, and then I don't know. Right, for sure. But um, why don't you tell them about what we're trying to do with our like our office setup? Oh, yeah. So as of now, we are in my brother's room. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, because here in the Central Valley in California, it's super hot. But now that the weather's letting up. It's getting nice right now. Yeah, outside, yeah. we're, event- we're going to move next week to a more permanent solution which is uh in the next room over which is an empty guest room that we have right and we're trying to decorate a little bit like what do you got right here like right here i have a uh i have a Link's awakening amiibo from the switch game and i have a gamestop exclusive hulk busting out of the hulk buster suit <laughs> bobblehead <laughs> yeah which is super cool and we, it's funny, we just went to Walmart. Yeah, we just to went get, to Walmart trying to... Get, what are those uh, things called? Funko Pops. Funko Pops, yeah. yeah. Which a lot of people, they kind of hate on them because it's like, oh, they just look dumb. But I'm like, dude, if it, if you find a figure of something that looks cool that you like... You know, at first I thought they were kind of dumb. Like, I thought they were kind of dumb looking. But when I saw all the different characters that they had, like from literally everything, you can find a Funko Pop of practically any practically character. Practically anything and everything. You could find a Funko Pop of like... I don't know your and, favorite. And they, like have, and they have customized Funko Pops too. Like you can make you as a Funko Pop. Really? Yeah, which I've kind of wanted to do, but I'm like, uh, it, it's like 60 or 80 bucks. Really? It costs that much to make your own Funko Pop? Yeah. Because I'm it's just one production. Like they just make that one. And I'm sure it doesn't even cost that much to make it, but you know, they got to make their money. I know, for sure. But <laughs> literally, yeah, you can get a Funko Pop of practically anything. You can get a Funko Pop of like your favorite like porn star or something <laughs> if you really wanted to. I guess. You a, know. a Riley Reed Funko Pop. I know. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna decorate the set with, Kyle? Yeah. Um I'm gonna put a Johnny Sins um Funko Pop right next to your computer. You, see, you seem to know a lot of their names, Kyle. What's, uh, oh. what's going on? <laughs> we'll be doing some research. Nah, um, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna <laughs> comment on that. I'm just gonna leave it at that. But no, honestly. the Funko Pops are pretty cool. Like you can get them um, of your favorite movies or anything like that. Right, for sure. And speaking of movies, oh, nice, I guess l- nice little segue there. Yeah, we'll segue right into it. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about Uncut Gems today. Uncut Gems, which was a 2019. Was it last year? Yeah, it had it was, to have it was been a last 2019 year. 2019 movie by. Josh and Benny Safdie, I'm probably pronouncing that wrong, but they had previously made Good Time, which was an indie movie with Robert Pattinson. Have you seen that where he has like the blonde hair and the Echo hoodie? No, I haven't actually. So what we're going to learn about me on this podcast is that there is a lot of classic and new movies that I have never just seen before that I'm not opposed to watching movies, but if if any of you guys have a good movie (laughs) that you think i haven't seen or have seen just let me know because yeah and i'll go through it with him right now kyle have you ever seen the godfather nope have you seen scarface nope (laughs) oh my god with this kid it just the the movies like that i don't know why it's just i was never a big movie person but now i'm getting into it more of a tv person yeah so when i was growing up i'd watch uh, way more tv in the movies and bro okay so when i was a kid i used to be scared of the movie theater (laughs) (laughs) why and here's a Because one time, I think when I was really young, 
I really had to go to the bathroom like one time in the theater, but mm-hmm. I was too scared to go out by myself. And I was like, I was with my grandma and I was like, hey, Nan, I have to go to the bathroom. And she's like, what? okay, go then. And I was just like, I don't even know how old I was. I was probably like 10 <laughs> years old. I'm just like, but what if I get kidnapped? I'm scared. <laughs> and so I had to literally, it hurt. Like I could barely walk out of there because I had to pee so Ooh, bad. It was just one of those times where you really didn't want to, but you really had to. Yeah, it was just one of those times, man. And I just <laughs> had to pee so bad. I had to like limp out of there like as fast, but as slowly <laughs> as possible. And so, but yeah, I think that traumatized me a bit. And so I just like, Try not to drink water or anything in the theaters. And For sure. Also, I think I saw, when I was younger, I was really into the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Mm-hmm. When they were in theaters, bro, you remember that? Yeah, I remember. I went and saw, like, uh, At World's End in theaters. Yeah, but for some reason, I was scared of that one, too. I thought, because, I don't know, just the fact that they were, like, real live-action people, I think, was <laughs> my first exposure to a non-cartoon movie. No, I feel And you. it was intense for, yeah. like, a young, this is when I was younger. I was, like, six yeah. or something. But it was an intense moment. And the, just the fact that the theaters were so loud mm. really intimidated me as a little kid for some reason. I don't know. I was a weird little kid. But I love movie theaters now, and I love to go to the movies. Yeah, so. hopefully soon uh, whenever we can go to the movies. Whenever we can go, it's uh, hopefully we'll be able to. Yeah, for sure. But no, uh, getting back to Uncut Gems. Right. So yeah, it is a drama movie. And we will be uh, talking spoilers, so I will timestamp when we talk about spoilers if any listeners have not seen the movie. Yeah, but, but it's, a pretty, it's pretty popular. A lot of people have probably yeah, seen it's it. it's on Netflix now. And right, so even more people have probably seen it. For sure, yeah. It. But no, I went in, when it was in theaters, I saw this movie probably six times. Right, <laughs> and when when we watched it together, how many times have you seen it already? Or was that, that your first? I think that was my f- fifth time. I, I, was, saw, I saw it one time by myself. I went and saw it with my brother, and then my brother's girlfriend had come back into town, and I went and saw it with her. I saw mm. it with you, <laughs> and then I saw it with my d- – so fi- five times. Right, and it was funny because we were talking about this earlier, and we both forgot that we saw it with each other because he asked <laughs> me, have you ever seen Uncut Gems? I'm like, oh, yeah, I think I have, and it was with you. So yeah. <laughs> that was kind of a funny moment. But no, it, back back to the movie. So, yeah, it is about – what do you um well first of all it's been a while since i've seen it so could you give a quick recap for yeah me, for sure if you remember it that so one? yeah it's about howard rat i think that yes yeah, so that adam sandler's character is well, it howard, first off, ratner. howard ratner gotcha so it, it for me it was so bizarre and amazing to see adam sandler in a drama right because he's usually a comedian he's, type he's, of yeah uh which don't get me wrong i like some of his comedies Mm-hmm. Like I've never like hated on Adam Sandler, but it was it was. Do I you think w- he's like a funny guy? Like, uh, yeah, funny? I'd say he's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like some of his newer movies. Well, besides this one, I really like Uncut Gems. Right, but some of his newer comedy movies are just not for me. I guess. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, but like, uh, even though it's one of his quote unquote crappier movies, like Click was really funny to me. Click is that an older one? That one is yeah. It's like a early two thousand. Yeah, one. I was looking at some Adam Sandler movies just because I'm pretty sure I've seen them. If he's been in any kids' movies, I've probably seen those because, you know, I watched a lot of kids' movies back in the day. But I didn't realize he was in Grown Ups, honestly. Yeah, he's like the main, he's one of the main guys. Which I also haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> and yet you're bringing it up. But no, yeah. back back to the movie. We keep getting off track. <laughs> oh, yeah, we got to But uh, No, so he is a jewelry store owner who has a gambling problem. Gambling? Yeah. Okay. Gambling Remember, he problem. owed, he 
kept getting beaten up by right yeah. right i remember this concept so yeah and it was it kind of just drops you in, in the middle of it like he's always like the the whole movie like it never stops right like it, it that was one of the first movies i'd seen that caused me just nothing but stress really like i was just watching through it and it was just like man this is really like it like, was intense bro. everything he does in the movie or his character does is because yeah i remember he had some like bad guys get on him and stuff and but no yeah so in the movie he gets uh he like smuggles a um a gem in from ethiopia right i remember that right yeah. off the bat that's like the first thing. and this one and um kevin garnett who was a basketball player for the um what's the basketball team from boston mm. the clippers no not the clippers not the they're clippers. la what are they the the celtics celtics are they it. boston let me see the boston celtics are they the boston the boston uh, celtics uh, yeah, they, yeah okay right. <laughs> i was like man i'm about to get some hate from any nba fans in the <laughs> i know for sure <laughs> listening but no he shows up in the store looking to buy uh whatever he has to offer and he ends up basically like in the movie he's almost like mesmerized by the gem oh yeah kind of like yeah takes over then, his mind yeah he's like oh this will make me play better and then uh howard adam sandler's character like ends up making a big bet mm -hmm. on it thinking and then yeah the bet gets pulled by um his not creditor but the guy he owes money to right and which would have won him enough money but unfortunately it didn't go his way and then, like, throughout the whole movie, he has an affair with his, um, <laughs> with, uh, his employee. Oh, right. Is that other lady that worked with him? Yeah, dude, that girl's so hot in that movie. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, I don't even feel bad saying it. I think that's probably <laughs> one of the things I remember the best, unfortunately. Julia Fox. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and I'd never seen her in anything before, but I don't, she's she, not a big actor. No, is she, she, she played a, I think she had done some, uh, like, erotic work before, but nothing is I mean, this movie was just filled with unknown people. Right, yeah, because Adam Sandler is probably... Well, unless we for, we can't forget about The weekend though. Yeah, The weekend the plays... Weekend, uh, one of the best parts, bro, of the movie, <laughs> I think, because I love The weekend honestly. Yeah, no, he plays a uh, like a client to Howard's business who, like, Julia is, like, brokering... Right, and don't they get in a fight? Or yeah, something? they get in a fight later in the movie. But, no, throughout the movie, he has this gambling addiction, and then he goes to a party to meet Damani, who is the broker to Kevin Garnett for the gem. Mm -hmm. And he goes there with the sole intention of getting it back, but the gem's not there. And then his girlfriend or his mistress is there and he finds her and at the weekend in the, mo in the bathroom doing Coke. Right. And he thinks they're like fucking around, which it, it kind of looked like it, but then there's like this big fight. And for me, it was just so funny seeing, the weekend fighting adam sandler yeah like that's something though, you never even though it doesn't portray comedy in in it it was just like it was just so surreal i know just it's the weekend bro yeah like, and then afterward uh adam sandler's character is just like telling and doesn't real quick and doesn't the weekend just play himself isn't yeah, he, just, he just like plays himself he's just the weekend i think this movie takes place in uh i think 2000 2012 i believe so this is like right when he's coming up yeah, bro. Cause so in the movie, there's some people who don't know who he is, like Howard. He doesn't know who The Weeknd is. Right. He's just some guy. Yeah. He's just him. like an upcoming like artist artist who's buying jewelry from them. I think when I first discovered The Weeknd, it was with the song Starboy. Starboy. Well, that was one of his later hits. Really? 
that was probably one of his later hits. Yeah, because yeah, I, I it was still really good. I mean, the drum the drums on that track yeah. are really good. Besides his obvious singing, of course, but yeah, and his new album's great too. I love like a lot of his songs on his new album. But oh, for sure. Anyway, but yeah, so in the movie he ends up um, with Julie. He ends up like breaking up with her, and the whole time, like I feel. So do you remember in the movie like how his wife is just kind of being like bitchy towards him because they're getting a divorce? Yeah, that's right. But it's like I wonder if she knew that he was having an affair. Do you think she knew? And like, didn't she know about the gym thing? Or she didn't know. She about wasn't the even involved in the business. Right? Did she know about the business? Well, yeah, I'm sure. Okay. But <laughs> Jesus, Kyle. <laughs> Sorry. Like it's been a while. I haven't seen this movie in a year, so. <laughs> and I haven't thought about it till you brought it up to me. But no, in the movie, I don't think she. I feel like she knows, but it's just like, what's she gonna do? They're already getting divorced. Mm-hmm. You know, and throughout the whole movie, like, uh, there's one scene where like his daughter's kind of being very indifferent towards him. Yeah, I remember. Right. Yeah, and it's just I don't know. It, even though it's kind of what the the path he chose that he went on, it was still sad to kind of see that. See, how, like his work life is being shitty, and uh, his home his life. home life is also and then like bad. even though you know ha- the fact that he had an affair was bad on a moral level it's like oh now you've lost her too right so overall his life was just not yeah that's why good. like the whole stress of the movie it's like man nothing is going good for this guy yeah for sure like was there what was like the one thing that was going good for him was the gem right right at the end until um, the right end. at the end uh the gem is he finally gets the gem back from kevin garnett and he puts it up for auction, and it's valued at a lot less than what he thought it was going to be. Right. So he comes up with a plan to get his father-in-law to bid on it to try to get the bids up. Oh. And that backfires because Kevin Garnett is there, but he doesn't end up bidding more than what he thought, even though he really wants it. Right, right. And then um, the guy who he owes money to is actually his brother-in-law. It's his wife's brother. And throughout the whole movie, he and his two goons have been, like, beating up Howard and all this yeah. stuff. The thing I remember the most, too, from this movie is him getting beaten up a lot yeah. throughout <laughs> it. <laughs> no, I mean, there's one scene where they're at his daughter's play, and he sees that they're there. Oh, and yeah, they, and then he has and to go outside. Yeah, and he goes outside, and they beat him up, and they throw him naked in the trunk of his own car, and his wife has to come out and get him. Yeah, bro. Okay, I, that kind of made me, like, kind of anxious when... He was getting thrown it was in his just, car. It was like, like the camera work, it, it wasn't even janky. It was it was really it was great. Fil- it is great filmmaking. Great filmmaking. Because yeah, and just story wise, because I don't think any other movie, even though stress isn't some something you really want to experience, it was still so the captivating. Fact that, yeah, the fact that a movie can make you feel like real emotions, like for that, sure, that's when it's a good movie, bro. For sure, and and yeah, it, it almost felt like uh, with unfortunately the ending. Like a like a Shakespearean tragedy, right? And how did it end again? Did so we cover that? W- we're going through the movie right now. So basically, everything is going bad for him. He gets beat up again. He has the opal, which is the gem, and then Julia comes in to uh, like comfort him. And then he finally gets a call back from Kevin Garnett's people that he wants to buy it, and he basically doesn't end up making a lot of money, right. and he's mad about it. And basically, he has the money to pay them. He's in his New York um, office. The guys he owes money to are right there. Right. But because he can't help himself, he puts all the money towards a bet. 
Oh, okay. Despite the fact, yeah, $145,000, I believe. He puts all that towards a bet on Kevin Garnett and the Celtics that they're going to win that night because Kevin Garnett has the gem. Oh, right, the bet. I remember but then that. He, that I was remember the final watching scene. it. Yeah, it, it was one of those classic moments where you go, why? Why are you doing that? They're right there. Stum. And who were those guys that he trapped in, like, the doorway? Remember they were, that? They were, it was his brother-in-law and, like, his two goons, like, the people that kept uh, oh, beating right. him up. Because he had, he had sent Julia, uh, his mistress, to go place the bet in a casino. Right, right. And then this is where, like, things are getting super tense. Like, there's a lot more cuts in the movie, and he ends up trapping them um, in one of those doors where you have to buzz someone in because it's a jewelry store, so they're obviously worried about... Um, Getting, like, the robberies and yeah. stuff. Yeah, so they en- he ends up... Uh, Howard ends up trapping his brother-in-law and the two goons in there. And then the basketball bets and then the ba- And then the game's going on, and he's watching it, and... They're all watching it, and everything is getting tense, and there are goons looking for Julia at the casino, and it's just, you know, it, it's make or break. You know, if he loses this, he has no money, and, you know, who knows what they could do to him. Right. And then in the end, things are looking up. The Celtics win the game, and he wins estimated $1.2 million, and he owes his brother-in-law, I think, one hundred fifty grand. So that's just a small chunk of it. He's all excited. He opens the door. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. He ends up getting shot by one of the goons in the face. Oh, yeah. That was crazy, bro. And like, I didn't think he mo- was going to die like no, that. No, me but. neither. Because he was like, oh, right when he... That's why I think it's more of a Shakespearean tragedy, like a modern day one. Because that's true. despite the fact that like he overcame his odds... He still, in the end, died. Yeah. So really, what was it all for? Is yeah, the well, question. Yeah, and then um, his brother-in-law, Arno also ends up getting killed by the goons because the goons start robbing the jewelry store and you know arno his brother-in-law didn't want him killed right and and then he tries to escape and then the movie just ends with julia coming back with the wings obviously not knowing what had just happened uh he's just lying there and the two goons are just robbing the store right and that's just how the movie ends and I was just like, man, why? Do I hate when I don't hate it. it. It's just me as a viewer, like when the main character has to die. Oh yeah, like are you just talking movies? Or are you talking TV shows too? In general, like when when the main character dies, but that one it was when the it, main character dies. It well it depends. It's oh, I feel like it's okay when it's the if it's the end and then it ends there. But if the main character dies and there's still more like a lot after that, then I don't know how I feel about that. For sure. You know? But no, in terms of that, I mean, how would you rate this movie? At, let's uh, say out of 10. I would say, honestly, a 9 or a 9.5. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's really high up there. It is, like, the filmmaking and just the vibe. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Adam Sandler's uh, acting was yeah, crazy. Yeah, I mean, I'm. you know he didn't get, that movie didn't get any nominations. At I was the just Academy about Awards. to bring that up, actually, because there was a thing that he said somewhere on, like, Twitter or something mm-hmm. where he was like, this if i don't get nominated for an and is it an emmy is that the acting one no emmy is a tv okay what was the movie acting award oscar there's the oscars and there's the golden globes but the oscars are more uh are seen as higher up okay well one of those he was he's like if i don't get nominated for like one of those Mm -hmm. then he said i think he's gonna make the worst movie he's ever made <laughs> and i think he's in the works of that because oh, it didn't God. get nominated so no, whatever this new movie it, and, that's and it's out. so surprising because the movie is honestly great 
which is super yeah weird yeah i'm but, sure we didn't describe it in the best way in our review but it's, i mean it's, it's the best it's, we could it's yeah. yeah it's a great movie i don't like, think honestly. we do this movie enough justice I, I, you're gonna have to watch it for yourself <laughs> you guys who are listening honestly uh but no i would definitely rate it 9.5 out of 10 right the only thing that probably could have made it better in my opinion was i don't know i mean the writing was good maybe uh, another the cinematography I don't know, maybe another well-known actor that we could maybe. see. Because there were a lot of people we didn't know, but still, that made it good, too. That's a lot of new people yeah, because got exposure. You, you don't see them as, um, you know, you don't see it as Tom, it's Tom Cruise being this guy or it's Leonardo DiCaprio being this guy. You just see them as the character. So far, that Julia Fox's character is named Julia. Oh, okay. I yeah. see. And it's then Kevin Garnett is playing himself. Right. Right, so it, cool. it, I feel like with uh, more unknown actors, it's really cool to see, mm-hmm. you know, they can really dive into just their characters. Yeah. And I feel like how you called this like a modern like Shakespearean tragedy. Mm-hmm. There's um there's another um, it's a TV show that keeps popping in my brain. <laughs> and I think you know what I'm talking about, but I feel like we Breaking should, Bad. Yeah. Breaking Bad, <laughs> which we'll save for another day to talk about. Yeah, we can we can have a I know that show way better, too. <laughs> No, this was just an introductory because on the last episode we had talked, you know, it was the first episode and we just wanted to get introductions yeah. out of the way. We wanted to get you guys to yeah. know a little bit more about us, who but we then, are, like, stuff like that. W- me and Kyle had met up and I was more like, uh, hey, we should really get more on the topic mm-hmm. of the demographic. Oh, for sure. You know, like the movies, the video games, the TV shows. Yeah, and I feel like sure. people would really love, even though like Uncut Gems and Breaking Bad, people have talked it up it doesn't need to be talked up but it's really interesting to hear from different perspectives for sure you know and me because uh, we'll go into breaking bad a little bit we'll go to how i started watching it okay i watched it the first season was on netflix and i watched the first episode and it just didn't vibe with me i was just like it's cool but i was just like uh, it starts off a little it always starts off a little shaky but that's what vince gilligan was going for honestly was sure. we're really not supposed to understand the main concept like, yeah, of it. Yeah, Vince Gilligan, right off the bat. I mean, it, yeah. It Genius was, writer, by the way. For sure, yeah. No, he's, he's a great guy. Um, but, I yeah, it didn't seem like he was – I mean, it was an AMC show. Uh, it came out, like, right in the middle of, like, the Walking Dead hype, as I remember. Yeah, so 2008 – wait, no, it was earlier. It was 2008, I'm pretty sure. But, it like, its best season, I think – its best season was going on at the time the walking dead started i'm pretty sure like because season three was one of the best season three and five are some of my favorite seasons of breaking bad of breaking bad yeah but the walking dead they they went to five or four seasons they did five there were five seasons i think five is probably the best one in my opinion five is amazing i think but i struggle with between because three is awesome too and one and two they're all great seasons But I think once, and I had this same problem with the concurrent series uh, or the prequel slash sequel series of Better Call Saul, which mm-hmm. is about the the lawyer character Saul Goodman, whose real name is Jimmy McGill, where th- those first seasons were so slow, in my opinion. Yeah. It was three seasons of Jimmy, and I'm like, dude, I don't care about Jimmy anymore. Where's Saul? I get what you're saying, but I think it was very necessary for them to do yeah, all but of I the... Feel like, I feel like they could have done it in two seasons. I mean... They did Breaking Bad in well, five seasons. You got to think though, because Gustavo Fring came in in season three. I'm pretty sure of Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, and Breaking Bad. Actually, I think he I came think in he, around the same time. He, yeah, it both. was season three. I'm pretty sure season because, one and because two because it started with Mike. It was Mike. One. I mean, and he was in the first episode. I think. Yeah, Mike and Jimmy were like the main guys who started out. Yeah. In this show, but 
we can save this all yeah, for future we, yeah, episodes. Yeah, we can do a whole we can do a whole like There's a lot to talk this, about yeah. with these cuz I've seen these shows so many times mm-hmm. between Better Call Saul, Breaking Bad and The Walking Dead. Three of my top favorites for and sure. I have a lot of things to say about and The Walking course, Dead. And of course, we could do another movie review on El Camino, the Breaking Bad movie on Netflix. Oh, right. That's a great idea for too. Sure. And we are back, folks. Sorry about that. I just took a little break right there. God, to get some water, huh? Yeah, I was, uh, I was a little thirsty then, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, yeah, I think uh, this is a pretty good stopping point for the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked a lot about some good stuff today. For sure. We will be back next week. Of course, this will be uploaded on first on YouTube uh, early Saturday morning and uh, late afternoon on iTunes and Spotify. And, of course, we're still on the track to getting uploaded into other uh, mediums. Right, and we'll try to keep coming up with some interesting content, you know. For, for you sure. And then any questions, concerns, anything like that, you can send us a DM on Atypicals Podcast on iTunes or an email at atypicalspodcast at gmail.com. For sure. All right, and we will see you guys next week. See you see guys. Ya. Bye.